I'm often asked the question, how much time is too much time on social media? And I really wish there was a hard and fast rule for this one, but there isn't. For example, when it comes to adolescence, research suggests that young people who spend more than two hours a day on it, yeah, they're more likely to report poor mental health. But then there's also research that suggests moderate levels of screen time, one to two hours a day, are associated with slightly higher levels of psychosocial functioning than higher and lower amounts of screen time. So if it isn't all about quantity, then it must be all about the quality of the content, right? Well, not necessarily. I too wish there was some clear-cut research showing us what type of social media content is healthy and which is categorically unhealthy. But that research doesn't exist, and I don't think it ever will. As Jung said, the shoe that fits one person pinches another. There is no recipe for living that suits all cases. Now, just to be clear here, I am not saying that the amount of time and the type of content taken in has no, like zero impact on someone's overall well-being. I'm just saying that the influence and impact of social media is a bit more nuanced than most think. And although this is a complicated and often unclear topic, I think there is at least one way we can definitely distinguish the difference between what is helpful and what is not when it comes to social media. And I think the best way to deliver this differential tool of sorts is to share a story. Okay, story time. So years ago, I was working with this guy and he was around my age and I asked him to give me a thorough account of what a typical day looked like for him, starting with the very moment his alarm clock goes off. He agreed to do this and then he jumped right in by saying that the first thing that he does every morning is grab his phone. And then for about a half hour, he lays in bed and looks at the Instagram pages of a bunch of artists that he really likes. And I'm realizing I forgot a key part of the story. Okay, so in the previous few meetings that we had had, he had told me that he was an artist, more specifically, a painter. And he would say it in a way that communicated that, that this was a big part of his identity. You know, not just a hobby, but more like, this is who I am. I am a painter. I am an artist. Okay, so back to it. He went on to explain that he starts every day like that because he finds it inspiring to look at the work of those other artists. He then went on to, uh, to describe in detail the rest of what made up an average day. And when he finished, I realized that he never once mentioned the activity known as painting. So I just brought it up, thinking maybe he forgot to include it, or possibly he paints, does his artwork over the weekend. But as my questions got more direct, his responses became more confusing and defensive. So I finally just asked directly, when was the last time you actually painted something, like anything at all? And that's when he blurted out, I, I, I don't know, man. It's probably been a year or so. I thanked him for his honesty. And then we got into this really great conversation about social media. He realized that while laying in bed and looking at those other artists' social media, he wasn't being inspired, but instead he was feeling impressed. And this might sound like a, a small, insignificant, little semantic difference, but it isn't. The difference between the two is important. By definition, the verb inspire means to cause something to happen or be created, while the word impress is defined as making someone feel admiration or respect. So inspiration causes action, while impress is all about a feeling. I like to say inspiration requires 
perspiration, while being overly impressed can make you feel like less. And that's what was going on for this guy. He was starting each day by looking at the artwork of others, and he couldn't help but compare himself, his paintings, past, present, and future, to the very best artists and their work within that painting medium. And a quick reminder when it comes to social media, always remember, any comparisons made will likely be highly inaccurate. Because what's usually the case is that you're comparing your behind-the-scenes reality to a fixed-up, filtered, and sometimes even an entirely fabricated highlight reel of another person. So remind yourself, that person's real, double E, is not entirely real. But getting back to the difference between being inspired and feeling impressed, it isn't just about content. It's more about your relationship with that content. To give an example of this, I was talking to a college student last week, and she was telling me about how she uses social media to find new recipes for healthy snacks and shakes. And then she told me that she uses social media to find new ways to mix up her workout routine, to keep her body guessing, and to make exercising more fun. So after she shared that, I asked her, do you implement those ideas? Do you try them out? She had a puzzled look on her face when she responded, uh, yeah. So I asked that question just to make sure she was being inspired and not just impressed. Because that's the question that we need to be asking ourselves. While our relationship with social media may be difficult to gauge in terms of what amount of time or what type of content is problematic, what we can gauge or get very clear about is what is inspiring and what is not. Because in this case, the proof isn't in the pudding, it's in the perspiration. To say that you're being inspired, that argument requires action. And it's different for every person. That college student I was talking about, she gets inspired by watching workout videos. But many people don't. I know I don't. When I watch a workout video of some Chad or Brad in like Huntington Beach, and he's standing there and he's got like an eight-pack, an eight-pack that, that seems to be covered with like Crisco. And he's standing there and he, you know, glistening in the golden rays of the golden state. And he's standing there and he's, he's telling me how to maximize my gains, reminding me that the gym is only a part of it. Because while abs are made by what you do at the gym, what you do in the kitchen will be what reveals those abs. So yeah, after seeing and hearing all of that, I don't really feel like working out at all. Or making something healthy in the kitchen that will someday reveal my abs to the world. Instead, what happens is I look at his body, his physique, and perfect teeth. And I think, well, you know what? I'm, I'm never going to look like that. So might as well call it a day. In fact, that feeling of less than has been known to encourage or <laughs> inspire the use of an app called DoorDash. So that I can get my shameful Mickey D's please order in which if you're interested is a, a double quarter pounder with cheese, only ketchup, large fry, 20 McNuggets, strawberry shake, and a large mountain berry blast power aid. Because yeah, I'm still an athlete. All right. So my point is what turns out to be appropriate, healthy, or inspiring for an individual when it comes to social media? Well, it depends on the individual. Different strokes for different folks because moderate social media usage is not intrinsically unhelpful or harmful. Plus, moderate usage may even be advantageous for some people's social wellness. But the justification of inspiration requires perspiration. So if the person, the podcast, the presentation, or the post 
put up by the person who, who you view as being the most, if that doesn't produce or cause you to move to create positive change in your life, then it's not inspiration. It's likely a case of feeling less by being impressed. And to close, one of my grandpa's favorite quotes. He wasn't alive to even see the start of social media, but he was around to see people like me boasting a bit too much about some ability or achievement. And when he saw me doing that, he would say, Nikki, confidence is quiet and it's curious. And always remember, lighthouses do not fire off cannons to draw attention to their shining. They just shine.